Couch Co-op episode 101. I'm Ian, and joining me tonight again, Jared. Hello. Dave. Dave. And Aaron. Hi. And, uh, yeah, we're back. You guys didn't, You guys probably didn't believe that we would be back a week later. I don't think anyone thought we actually would. I think they were like, hey, going to be another four months until uh, we hear from the guys again. Yeah. We showed them. <laughs> and in shocking news, Dave actually finished the game. Oh, my gosh. What? Oh, my goodness. That's a, that's a spoiler for later. Congratulations, Dave. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But uh, I just want to let everyone know uh, that we are back. And uh, you guys can get a hold of us on Twitter and Facebook at Couch Coop Shows. That's Couch Co-op Shows, but without the hyphen. So it's all one word, Couch Coop Shows on Twitter and Facebook. And I want to urge you guys, if you like us, to go to iTunes and leave us a review. We could really use the reviews because reviews are useful, I guess. But uh, um, so where should we start? Uh, you want to guys do news first? We tell you to do news. Yeah, b- on big in. news this week, isn't there? Let's do some big, big release. News and speculation. Uh, well, uh, what should we start with? I want to start with uh, this was announced this weekend, and I, this is totally kind of weird, but uh, the Ninja Turtles as being a playable character in Justice Two. Injustice uh, Two is a game that I I really want, and I just one of those games of this year that I haven't purchased yet. And I feel really bad because they already announced like Hellboy, even though it's not a DC character. And now the Ninja Turtles. And uh, I don't know. I really want that. Well, staying on the fighting game train, uh, Noctis from Final Fantasy 15 is going to be in Tekken 7. That was also on the news. You uh, ha- somehow read my mind, Jared. Oh, uh, my goodness. I'm of also, course, no one wants that. Who cares? No. Who really I'm cares? also kind of ready to be disappointed after the uh, Yoda and Darth Vader. Uh. Well, the weird thing, and this is, this is a bit, that's news and the Ninja Turtles are coming, but speculation, it's, by watching the trailer, it sounds like the turtles fight together, so they're not, you don't play a single t- turtle, you play them all together versus another character. So it'll be interesting, because they didn't show any game footage uh, in the trailer, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that could make for an interesting mechanic. Like a yeah. tag team ca- mechanic in a not me- tag team game, so I don't know. Sounds messy. Yeah. But it's the cool turtles from the movie, the original movie, and I don't know. That looks cool. That's one piece of news. Uh, then there was a, and Jared already mentioned Noctis, but I don't, is fantasy, Final Fantasy characters that big of a deal in a fighting game? Like, do you care? Well, <laughs> no, they really. have they have released a Final Fantasy fighting game back in the PSP days, Decidia, I think is what it was called. Yeah. Something like that, and I wanted it, but I didn't have a PSP. I hear that's so pretty popular, th- actually. This is like the closest I can get at this point. Oh, well, there you go. In the, in the Tekken I'm, universe. I'm still not going to buy a Tekken game. It's I'm, pretty cheap. I'm not into it. Is uh, it? For uh, coming up for Black Friday, it's going to be pretty cheap, like 19 bucks. Oh, huh. maybe. Any, anyway, so uh, no, some more big news. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, EA news. Uh, uh, EA bought uh, Respawn. That's probably the biggest news. They So like a few weeks ago, they closed down Visceral. And Boo. then uh, this weekend, they uh, purchased Respawn for like $400 million. The devs of Titanfall. Wow. wow. So, That's pretty uh, impressive. Uh, and if you don't know, Respawn is currently working on a Star Wars game and a VR project that we don't know about. And uh, so it's kind of interesting that they shut down Visceral that was working on a Star Wars game. So they closed that to save money. And then Respawn, it looks like they're going to focus on Respawn Star Wars game. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. Um, and I, I guess eventually we'll get a Titanfall, but that's speculation. That. Yeah, number two did well enough, though, that mm-hmm. probably good for a number three. And people talked about it for longer than a week, because Titanfall won for a week, then <laughs> yeah, gone. That's, that's because it was only on the Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But they only talk, talk about Titanfall as the game that people aren't playing. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, and then there's Titanfall that no one's playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then the other EA news was that Battlefront 2 came out, mm. and... Uh, oh, the, that actually came out? Yeah, yeah. so... Oh wow! And uh, <laughs> it's getting hammered by the uh, the gamers for its microtransactions. Well, I think it officially comes out this Friday. It's just the EA oh, access, access yeah. on yeah. Xbox One. Oh, right. of course downloaded it is. last week. Correct. You're so, you're right. So uh, yeah, continue. But uh, it's getting hammered for its uh, microtransactions. Some pretty awful, uh, um, greedy things i guess you can you can find it on reddit it's one of the i guess it's the largest the most uh downvoted downvoted reddit ever so uh that's kind of uh, something to be proud of i guess ea (laughs) 
Supposedly yeah. on an update recently today that uh, they've adjusted some of the terms to get those high-end characters because some of the articles came out last week that it would take as little as 40 hours for the average player to even be able to afford to buy with in-game money right. to get the like Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader. Like, this is and this is all multiplayer. So like it, it does have a single player campaign this time around. Yeah. And then this is all multiplayer and and then, you know, to get the 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 high-end cool characters like Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, you have to either buy or you have to grind the shit out of the game. Yeah, you mean the reason you play a Star Wars game. Well, yeah, <laughs> but much. but they were saying that it seemed unfair the amount of grinding to get to that point. But, you know, I don't know. I don't Playing those characters is never that big a deal to me, but no, I don't know. I, I remember a lot of games in the old days where you got the game, and while everything was there, like this game, you also had to work your ass off and complete yeah. the game, even on hard mode, to get a lot of the characters. So I, I personally don't have a big issue with loot boxes and stuff like that because games are really awesome, and uh, they cost a lot of freaking money to make. They're the very... I know... Battlefront 2 had the heroes, but did the very first one have heroes? I don't remember. Did you play as... Uh, I think I think it was like the old one, wasn't it, where you could call, you know, yeah, you worked up your meter, and then you could be Darth the next time you died. Right, right, okay. So they, have, they always had uh, some kind of version of yeah, that. Yeah, you kind of got one life as Darth Vader or right. Chewbacca or whoever. But that was never that. That was never the thing for me with Battlefront, but... I, I don't know if I'm going to ever... Uh, so other than the microtransactions, is this one... Um, oh, it's supposed to be awesome. Yeah, everybody... Yeah. Well, well the, <laughs> the first one, graphically, and the atmosphere was great, but yeah. the gameplay was kind of... I think the gameplay was good. I think it just wasn't as focused as it, it should have been. And yeah, I, it kind of... It was missing something. Yeah, a story mode. Well, they have that <laughs> this time. <laughs> and then uh, and then they do have, like, uh, m- their space battles are supposed to be way more developed than... Uh, in previous so i don't know we'll see I, I i'll probably wait to pick it up but i will play it eventually yeah i'll probably give it a miss i bought the first one and hardly played it so yeah the, yeah. the first one's in all the bargain bins at any store you go to oh, yeah. so hopefully the second one goes there eventually so i can possibly jump into that well i'm really excited interested in the campaign the story mode is supposed to be yeah. pretty cool so I yeah mean, you know so that is something i want to eventually see but yeah uh, and then uh, the last bit of speculation I have is uh, that uh, at the PlayStation Experience this year, uh, they're going to. This is totally speculation and a rumor uh, that Soul Calibur Six and Devil May Cry Five, Devil May Cry Five, will be announced. So I think that's pretty cool because I'm a huge Soul Calibur fan. Yeah, Soul Calibur's rad. Yeah, Soul Calibur. I is love the fun. cheap ring out. <laughs> that that. Yes, I love that game. I, I think that's pretty much all of our favorite fighting what? games. It is all. I think, yeah. Well, I don't Aaron know. might be on the Mortal Kombat. I'm totem. actually both. I like both of them differently. I can know? flip a. Li- I can flip a little, but yeah, that's probably my favorite one. Yeah, most consistent. So yeah, I'm super excited for that. And unless someone has anything else they want to add about news, uh, well, aren't you missing the big release? <clears throat> the big release. Xbox. Well, we talked X. about that last week. True. You want to talk about that more? Well, oh. That is news, and it's actually uh, people are <laughs> oh, actually that did buying come out it this week. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. buying it. <clears throat> I don't know. if They're buying it in hordes, and the reviews are pretty positive of it. They yeah. say it's a good machine, and yes, it's kind there's of expensive, no but it appeals to the same people that you know. There's just no games for it. Most of the websites released articles just saying why the Xbox One X is so hard to review. I didn't read any of them, but uh, just uh, my my thoughts are because there's no specific software made for. True, but looking at some of the uh, comparison screenshots between the Xbox X and the PS4 Pro, it was was pretty clear what the difference was. Oh, I I have no Uh, doubt that it looks amazing. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Yeah, I bet it's pretty impressive. The hardware specs are pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Still not going to buy one. But. No, <laughs> probably nope. not. Although I might consider buying a Xbox One S because of uh, certain special deals well, going yeah, on. Yeah, all that. the Black Friday deals are online. Oh, Ian, Ian was talking about actually, one. Actually, that's, yeah. that's one of the news bit. So, uh, where have you guys been picking up your uh, Black Friday info? Because I know I've got my eye on a couple of games. 
yeah. specifically Wolfenstein. Yeah, so there's oh, like a lot of a lot of Black Friday deals. Uh, if you just go to cheapassgamer.com, there's a spreadsheet, and you can find they have everything worked out for you. But there's some great stuff. You can get Xbox One S for 189 dollars. That sounds uh, exactly like what I'm looking for. A nice spreadsheet, and I can go. Oh, I want that. But yeah, Wolfenstein 2 did just came out for twenty four ninety nine at Best Buy. Uh, a bunch of stuff for nineteen ninety nine. I don't. There's there's crazy deals. But you know that's whether you're one of those guys, people, ladies that go out on like Thanksgiving at six or the next day on Black Friday for yeah. those deals. So. Some of those deals are I think like the Wolfenstein one. I might get to Best Buy sometime. Yeah. On Friday, it's not going to be six o'clock. There's nope. a there's a Walmart next to me that nobody goes to, so I'll I'll go there on Friday afternoon and see what kind of pickings they got. You mean you'll get some Switch games? Oh. If if those even go on sale, like I don't even a, a lot of I feel like they could. A they lot of promotions I've been seeing, that. like I think Target did a buy two get one free. They didn't include that. For Switch. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the Switch. even so, board yeah. games were on that deal yeah, too. So but I don't I don't foresee any. There good hasn't deals been a lot Switch of games. deals. I haven't seen. There might be a bundle maybe, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Too many people are spending money on it, so they don't want to, you know, just give it to them. <laughs> That's Nintendo for you. Um, anyway, so if that's it, we will move on. Uh, so I wanted, we kind of already do this already on the way we judge and review our video games, but I wanted to have an official review scale for the show moving forward. And so, uh, this is pretty much how it's going to go. Uh, if it's an awesome game, it's, uh, full price. We, we would pay full price for the game. It's a, like, you know, sometimes we we'll say it's a $60 game. It's a, you know, half price game, whatever. So that's the top tier. It doesn't necessarily mean that you had to have bought and purchased the, that we play in the game, but we, you know, Dave maybe played Horizon yeah. for free, but I wouldn't be disappointed if I paid full, 60 yeah. for it. It's yeah. a full price game. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. And then the next tier is uh, we're just going to call it half price, but this is basically your your discount your budget purchase title. Then uh, it's free, so you either borrowed it or you know, you got it for free somehow through PlayStation Plus or whatever. Uh, and then uh, the fourth and final tier is pass. Like it's so bad, you wouldn't even play it. Like you just like, there's no way I'm playing that. So I, I tried pass. to watch Bad Santa last <laughs> night. That was a pass. I got See, about a half Bad hour Santa? in, and then I switched it off. It's like that Transformer game you had that one, you played. Tried Bad Santa was or something. Awesome. You tried a demo. That sucked. Bad Santa. <laughs> Bad Santa one. Yep. Okay, it was great. Anyway, so I, I just like it. I just wanted to m- have a, a scale system of some sort. So like it, when we if we ever all reviewed a game together, that we would have this, and we already pretty much do it, kind of like mm-hmm. anyway. But it's just the, kind of our official rating scale. So here here's a very good one. You guys know I've all I've tried to play uh, Fallout Four, and that is a game that's very very highly praised, but I've passed on it. There but you go. I can see why I can see why people would. Uh, well, would you give it a pass or would you say free? Well, that's the thing. If it was free to me, I still wouldn't play it because I actually paid good money for it. Well, there you go. I paid twenty dollars for it, and I uh, played about ten hours of it, and I just couldn't get into it. Let's try it in a more cohe uh, something. Uh, did we we all played uh, Destiny? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Is it a full price, half price? budget or pass game i would say full price yeah I would yeah be, i would be at full price that's a full price see full price see? same same with destiny S- 2 full price well we haven't we haven't played it so. <laughs> for, for me yep <laughs> <laughs> obviously yeah same with grand theft auto 5 did we all play that pass oh, we all played that didn't we yeah i i give it a half i see why everybody loves that game but i just it was cool rampaging through occasionally, but I couldn't fully get into the story, so it's like half price on my side. I would give it a half, even though I paid full price for it. <laughs> I got mine for free on Christmas, so. I would give it a full. I had a lot of good times in that game, and it was fun. But there we go. See, that's how our, 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 our new ratings scale works. Yeah. This was not much different. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically how we deal it, like in real, you know, when we're talking to each other and stuff, but I just thought we'd have an official... Anyway, so moving forward, I just wanted to catch up. We've last last uh, last week we kind of like introdu- reintroduced ourselves, but we had been away from the podcast game for like four months, uh, and so uh, I just wanted to catch up on what we've been doing. Um, we've played a lot of games. Some of us, some of us have 
been working on retro consoles. Some of us, we went to the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. What do you guys? Where do you guys want to start? Computers, Ian. Computers, Computers Sorry. not consoles. Sorry. Duh. It's not the Portland Retro Computer Expo. Expo. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that one myself. But where do you guys want to start? You want to talk about computers? You want to talk about the expo? Well, let's talk about the expo because that was a fantastic yeah. thing. And it has been for the last two or three years that we've been going to it. It is getting, it's getting slowly bigger and bigger. Like it, originally it was like a little swap meet. Then it was a day. Yeah. Then two days. Now it's three days kind of. It's like a two and a half. Yeah. The only problem with going yeah. on the Sundays. So for, the, for those that have not been, the Oregon Convention Center is your typical uh, large convention center. So they usually have a couple of areas. One is the World Tetris Championships, which we never really pay much attention to. Um, but the guys there are good. They have four-player Tetris. Then they have an area set up that's uh, consoles of the various generations with selections of games you can play. Um, they usually have a you know, 16-player Xbox area, like the original Xbox with Battlefront or Halo some, or something similar set up. And maybe one or two other games. Then they have an arcade with over a hundred games and and know, pinball, including all your pinball. classics, and then pinball classics. Um, then there'll be a few indie game developers who are showing off the latest wares. Um, yeah. Recently, they've had a retro computer museum, which has had the uh, Sony, uh, the Nintendo PlayStation prototype available, and this year you could actually play it. Yeah, that was guys. crazy. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised to let people touch that thing. <laughs> um, and then the main the main meat and bones of the show is a large conference hall full of um, vendors. Vendors, and you you know you can go, you can spend hundreds of dollars, or you can spend dollars. <laughs> Most of them have bins full of one dollar PlayStation Two games and that kind of stuff, or, or they just have junk. The sealed, <laughs> unopened copy of some Super Nintendo game for $500. Yeah, that was insane. And I mean, I've even managed to find some Amiga stuff there. And then last but not least, which we didn't do this year, but we did the previous year, is they have a series of guest speakers, and they, they can be anyone from, like, YouTubers through to, like, some of the original Asari programmers and hardware developers and that kind of stuff. And they'll do, like, Q&As and talks. Well worth the money. Um, runs starts on Friday afternoon and runs through till Sunday evening. And you, if you're in Portland or the Portland metro area, even if you're in Seattle or Eugene, it's worth a trip. And I believe they also have one in Seattle. They have a S Seattle version. It can't too. be as good as the Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have one in every state. Well, uh, no, no, they do not. <laughs> oh, I thought they had one. Like I thought it was like a. There's some states where they don't like video games. No, I'm just anyway, that's a quick say. rundown. But needless to say, we go there and we spend. We get there. It opens at ten on the Sunday usually because we're cheap. We get the uh, the Sunday pass. Yeah. And we go around and we all have a list of little bits that we're after. Uh, and like Dave got like fucking Santa Claus bag full this year. Full of uh, yeah. junk. <laughs> Although mugs. Ian scored last year because he got a pair of Move controllers for his VR for twenty five bucks or something for the pair. No ten. Was it's it five dollars each. Yeah, he did. He did a real good deal, and Jared found them. Well, it's a <laughs> great place to get any kind of accessories, like if you want HD cables or Game Boy cases or stuff like that. There's usually just tons and tons of that stuff. And I a, I even a, found some Amiga games and a bunch of stuff you just have no interest in. Yeah. <laughs> well, the stalls vary between like, okay, someone just emptied a van full of retro computer crap to uh oh this is a well cur curated store where the minimum spend is like 25 bucks there there's a lot of etsy people that oh, you yeah, know they like they create stuff and they sell their stuff there yeah there are a few clothing wares and neat designs yeah there's some pretty cool stuff one there, year i want to take my 30 odd six and i want to shoot the bagpiping guy on the unicycle god that guy's a that guy would make a great target i don't know whether i'd be happier if i shot him or his bagpipe the unipiper isn't that what he's probably called? the unipiper yep. yeah yeah, I, I don't know. I'd choose bagpipe yeah. if I were you. He's everything that's wrong with Portland, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Uh, but usually we all, I don't know, I don't think Jared got anything. Well, this is not true. We Dave set out a challenge this year, the $2 
Uh, what was it? The coolest or the worst thing yeah. we could get for two bucks? Was it cool or worst? Uh, well, like you know, that's a fine dividing line. <laughs> it was just like, what's the most interesting thing you can get for two dollars? And uh, it's a better description. Dave and Aaron totally just failed on this yeah. challenge. Yeah, they, I didn't really they find didn't anything. Like everything was like, <laughs> okay, these are video games, but not everyone has a PlayStation Two. And then Jared found. What did you find? Jared? Where did you even find that? Uh, it was just a random booth, and I saw, I was digging through for just the $2 games, and I found from Bethesda Softworks uh, the Breeders' Cup <laughs> horse racing game. <laughs> yeah, not to be not to be confused with actual breeding. Yeah, it's, it's not a race <laughs> yeah, to breed. my mind <laughs> went somewhere else completely. <laughs> yeah, so it's like horse racing. You can be all the greatest horses in in the past i don't know if there's oh, been a the movie about challenge. it it's, it's probably in there so like, is it a sexy horse game is what you're so, saying so sea biscuit you know yeah <laughs> it'll make you want to breed with them dave <laughs> anyway and then i oh. i got i sea biscuit or seed biscuit <laughs> seed biscuit i didn't get a video Gross, game dude. i got a, a an album from john travolta <laughs> his solo works <laughs> it kind of reminds me of you on that album and he's like all happy in the front in the back he's all like erotic and topless and his chest hair and it's just it, it was uh it, it really called to me and i felt like okay i could win the challenge with this but then dave and aaron didn't really compete in the challenge and mm. then uh, challenge fell down the floor i think the challenge kind of yeah it kind of beat it out so yeah, as we're driving out, home yeah. jared just gave me the game of uh of the Breeders' Cup, and so I went home and experienced both of these tragedies. Well, we <laughs> for us- myself, we usually have a white elephant, so you know you've got some stock. Oh, you guys are in trouble because <laughs> the Breeders' Cup is pretty awful of a game. Oh, and uh, Travolta is not too bad. I listened to it uh, while uh, washing the dishes, so I gave it a listen. While you were listening to it, did you imagine him dancing shirtless in your room? It's weird. It's like it's it's like. Pop, lovey pop music. Did you imagine him like sneaking up behind you, putting his hands lovingly on your hips None while you were washing the dishes? Oh, wow. Jeez, I think that's Patrick Swayze. I don't know what you listen to when you do the dishes, Dave. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I have this thing called the dishwasher. <laughs> I just put them in there and forget about them. <laughs> yeah, but I have a bunch of dishes I have to wash by hand. Uh, so anyway, uh, so you know those were but uh my main goal for the retro this the expo this year was to get ps2 games so i had this massive list of ps2 games and i came away with you what? you really scored like a yeah. bunch like for 30 bucks i got like 15 games or something i don't know yeah don't know. when you go especially on the sunday pretty much a lot of people are just trying to get rid of stuff so if it hasn't sold you can pick up five games for five dollars or less even yeah, so I got like a like some SSX games, um, Need for Speed, a couple of 007 games, just a bunch of stuff. I just I'm trying to I have a collection in mind, a number uh, like a about a 200 disc collection of games that I want. So that's what I've been working on, and I'll probably work on next year as well. And it's it. What's really weird is the price differential between stalls. Like oh, some yeah. you know, some places it'll be like three dollars, and then other places it can be like twenty dollars for the same game. Like they have no condition. clue what, yeah. what the game is, or yeah. But the three dollar one doesn't work. Yeah, but the twenty one does. All of mine <laughs> worked. All the games I got for a buck or two bucks worked flawlessly. So yeah, I haven't even played with my joysticks. But in, did you get a game? Did you get any games? Uh, I got an Amiga game. I tried it. It works. I haven't actually played it yet. Oh, were you gonna sell it though? I might do because I got home. So I I found. This guy had a box full of Amiga games. I picked one out the bottom. It was uh, Space Quest 3. And it, it looked like it was new in the box. It's in really good condition. And um, I just liked the look of the box. And it was $10. And I was kind of like, eh, And those old I? Sierra games are awesome. Yeah. But I was like, it's a Sierra game. It can't be that bad. And I've heard the Space Quest are good. And I got home. And I'm like, oh, I should just look this game up. First, first thing that came up was one sold on eBay for like, $80 recently and then another one sold for 50 where the box was all like nasty and torn up you know I'd stick a bit rips on it and all the rest of it I'm like wow I did pretty good then yeah cool seems like a pretty good game as well did you get anything else of note uh, a couple of joysticks I got that nice um, red PlayStation 4 controller that was that was quite nice and then Black Friday they're going to be $40 actually yeah if you need a PlayStation 4 controller yeah that's one. Uh, now's the time that. to get, and, and that I, includes all the like nice translucent colors and all the fancy ones, not just black. 
uh, last week I believe Jared said no, that's two nineties. <laughs> two nineties. <Yeah. laughs> I, I don't want one of the clear ones. Yeah, I think the last clear thing I had was a either a Dreamcast controller or a Game Boy Advance. Speaking of Game Boys, I think someone else bought a Game Boy at, at the yeah. retro con. Yeah, I bought it for uh, my girl, my fiance's nephew. It works really well. It's only like thirty bucks. Although, with that being said, I found a DS. I found a DS uh, for the same price. Actually, it was a lot better condition <laughs> as the thing I bought. But the DS still works really well. Actually, bought a couple games for that, and one of them doesn't work. Eh, yeah, I I kind of expected that for two bucks. Nah, but the other one does work. I did buy a game for myself at the expo this year. I, I didn't really make off too well this time because I thought I did good planning for money for money and stuff like that. But apparently, hundred bucks wasn't enough. <laughs> Jeez, and what did Jared do? I mostly just wandered around and looked at the booths. I I played a lot of the arcade games as well. Just. Instead of just going to the staples like I usually do, oh. I just any random machine that looked interesting, I just jumped on. Played some really weird old stuff. I guess you got Call of Duty, but it still hasn't made it back to your house yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> Aaron still hasn't finished Call of Duty Infinite, and uh, Ian's going to borrow it instead yeah. since Aaron decided to borrow South Park yeah. from Dave. I yeah, so I'm not going to have Infinite Warfare for a while, but that's okay because I have uh, several games I'm working on right now. Yeah, that's a good transition of uh, video games. I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys, if Aaron and Dave really have many games, so we'll try and, but uh, but uh, I know Jared had been working on a lot of things. Well, since June, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I have a list of games that I've beat. Are any ones of note? Because I have, I have a bunch of games, but I have some of note I wanted to talk about. Well, here, uh, I'll pull up my list. Uh, I'll just do, at the beginning, Nier, oh, Automata. Yes. Uh, Firewatch, Transistor, Inside, on Mechanical in- Extended. I finally went through Grow Home. I thought you didn't like that game. I didn't, but I finally went through it. So what drove you to go through it? It was on my system still. <laughs> wow. And, uh, yeah, but uh, I, I found a liking to it. It, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest, but it was it was entertaining enough. I just called my system and got rid of like a couple of games that. And yeah, you were PS kind of plus you were that. lukewarm on Firewatch too. Did that get better? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah it just needed to be in the right state of mind. I must not. Uh, hey, you're forgetting yeah. something when you're reading these games out full yeah. full price. Oh, you don't have price. to do it. You don't have to do it with this if you don't want to. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if you want, yeah. So near full price. Yeah. Yeah, Firewatch. Uh, probably half or yeah, half. It's it's worth half. Transistor. Eh, free. <laughs> it, it was okay. It was free, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. PlayStation uh, was free. I actually, I actually bought it a long time oh, ago. Oh, did you? Oh. Yeah. Uh, inside, full price. Ooh. Uh, That's the guys that did Limbo, right? Yes. It's their latest one. Uh, let's see. Unmechanical Extended, I got that free, and uh, I'd leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was okay. It's a it's, puzzle game, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it, but it wasn't, I don't know, not very inspired as far as I could tell on that. Uh, Yeah. Grow home free. Leave it at that. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. That game wasn't that great. So, yeah, some games. Yeah, I've, so I've been playing. Woo. I have a bunch that I wanted to touch on. Uh, I think the the ones I wanted to touch on the most, uh, I got Agents of Mayhem back when that was released. Uh, so I paid full price for it. It's from Volition. They made uh, Saints Row. And it's kind of uh, it's loosely takes place in the Saints Row universe. Oh, uh, that sounds something I might. Enjoy. It's an open world wacky game. You, it's kind of weird because you play different. You can choose different characters as you can have like a character loadout. So you go into the level with three characters, and then uh, you can switch between them instead of having like multiple lives. You switch between them, and then they they all have different power sets and moves and stuff they do. But then it's just in an open world game. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's pr- pretty funny. It kind of come uh, comes off like a. A Saturday morning cartoon like GI Joe or something, but uh, so it's not it's not a full price game. What happened to that studio after that game came out? Uh, well, nothing yet. They're I think they downsized, but there's nothing. 
the game, the, I think the game just has didn't perform. Okay. Well, so. I mean, most studios downsize after a big release. Right. Hopefully, um, hopefully they're okay because they make some cool stuff. They do. I don't. This game's a very odd game. It's not as good as like a Saints Row. It's still fun to play. Um, it's tough. Well, uh, everybody that's played it says it should have been multiplayer. Maybe there should have at least been some kind of co-op aspect. I miss from like Saints Row being able to. I'm I'm always a stickler for or wanting like character creation, and there's no character creation, so some of the characters are kind of lame, I think, but some of them are really cool. I don't know, it's tough, um, but it's really just like a reskinned Saints Row, and uh, so I would not pay full price for it, and it's it's like a low budget game, I think. It you know? sounds like something I might actually play. Oh yeah, I think all of us would play it. I really it. enjoyed the Saints Row game, oh. so even if it's not quite there, it's. I think yeah, it's, it's totally a fun game. I think we would all have fun playing it. But in a year where there's stellar games, this is just kind of a a game. So uh, it's a lot of fun, but it's it, there's some you know some performance issues with it once in a while. Um, but you know, I enjoyed it. I put like twenty, thirty hours into it, so it's not like I. And I beat it, so it's not like I didn't like it. Um, the other game I wanted to talk about, I don't think I talked about uh, Hellblade, uh, Senua's Sacrifice. This is the kind of indie AAA game from Ninja Theory, who, uh, uh, what games do they do? Ninja, Ga- Ninja Gaiden series? No. Uh, Heavenly Sword. Heavenly oh. Sword, Enslaved, and they also did one of the, the latest uh, Devil May Cry games. And uh, so this is an interesting game because it deals with... Uh, uh, mental illness and it's really intense so when you play it with the way it was recorded the audio with uh, when you play it with it tells you to play it with headphones on and it's really creepy the because she hears voices because she's kind of schizophrenic so it's really intense and it's a uh, part hack and slash game part puzzle solving in this really intense story and uh, it was really good and that one is full I would recommend full price but for full price it's only $30 it's a really good game so but it's download only uh-huh. so um, but I recommend that. That'll be on my probably on my top five. And that was a PS4 exclusive. PS4 exclusive. Uh, no, well, PS4 exclusive, but it's also on PC. You can get it on Steam. Okay, console exclusive. Console exclusive. That, that's the proper terminology. And what is the other game I wanted to mention? Have you beat Wolfenstein? Yes. Didn't I talk about that last week? Mm-hmm. Not you bought it, but I'll get to it then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Battle Chasers Night War. I hugely recommend. This is a this is a turn-based RPG uh, with Battle Chasers. It's a comic book from the 90s and revisioned into a video game from uh, part of the team. The most of the team that's like a small 20-person team, but they originally were working on uh, like the Dark Siders stuff one and two, and now they broke off to this little indie studio and they made this really cool RPG. And I spent like f- shit 50 hours on that game and I beat that. Super rewarding, super enjoyed it. Uh, so I was totally blown away. So for a thirty dollar game, I spent fifty dollars on it, or thirty dollar game that I spent fifty hours on. I felt like I got my money's worth. I think I'll wait. I think it's coming to Switch eventually. It is. The problem with Switch is that it's ten dollars more because of the cartridge. Yeah. Well, I didn't say I'd buy it on release. <laughs> well, all right. But it's pretty. It's an awesome game. I think it's really cool. A lot of fun. The battle mechanics. A lot of fun to do. Uh, you know. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, then uh, I would be remiss not to mention Senran Kagura Peach Beast Splash, which is the <gasps> that j- looked awesome. Ian. <laughs> this yeah. is a third-person shooter, multiplayer shooter, uh, Japanese anime girls in bikinis shooting each other with water guns. Uh, uh, a full stream of it on his YouTube <laughs> channel. Yes. I don't really. I'll. I'll, I'll a full I will, stream of something. But I will yeah. field questions. Oh god. But I won't say anymore. I like the game. That's about it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? That's. Uh, and then Wolfenstein Two was also on my list. Uh, that game is phenomenal. It's such a packed year for awesome games. I beat that. It's so good. I swear. I just we talked about this last week, so I'm not going to talk about it more. But unless you have questions, well, it does seem like there's going to be a fantastic game every week too now between yeah. now and Christmas. <laughs> well, it's been a fantastic, fantastic game since when did when did Horizon launch? February, I February, March. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was Zelda, though I don't believe it's excellent. 
many people do. I mean, I'm I'm hoping to get Zelda very very soon. <laughs> but well, I, sounds like a Christmas. This present. has been a really crazy year for video games, and I've played so many more than that. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm playing Mass Effect. I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's uh, I don't know. Well, I'm playing like two or three things right now. And uh, so, did you guys play anything else in there in between that art break? You guys, just nothing. Yeah, I uh, I actually didn't play anything until um, I got South Park: The Fractured Butthole. Uh, it's a good game. It's not as good as the first one, and so the review goes along the lines of something half price if you've played the first one and you just want more. If you haven't played the first one, it comes with a download for the first one. Then it's probably worth full price just for the first one. Um, at the store, the mechan- the fighting mechanics a lot better in this one, but the story is a lot weaker. Um, but it does have its moments. And then I started playing t- Titanfall 2, which I may actually finish by next week because I believe it's a pretty short campaign. But uh, you got to get on the multiplayer. That's where it's at. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> and then I might finally play Carmageddon after that, and that'll get me through to Black Tuesday, uh, Black Friday when I can get um, Wolfenstein. Also, I mean, if you are interested in South Park, I, that's also on a Black uh, Friday deal. I believe that's a little more expensive, but I still think it's like thirty-five. Yeah, if you can pick that, if you can pick that game up for thirty-five, and it comes with the download code for the first one, that is a great deal. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, uh, let's see. In the break, I've been. Well, I, I kind of play a little bit of. Um, well, in it, the break, you did Horizon. Horizon. I also have been playing some <laughs> of the free games that came out for PlayStation Plus. Until dawn, I played and beat that game. What? Did you, did you tell us that before? I feel like I don't remember if I did or I not. I haven't heard that. I don't think he's told us that. I played. I played an hour of it and then kind of went. <laughs> nah. yeah, Jerry game. <laughs> he wanted me to play it for months, Jared, and I at first like no, then I just I knew I know my pattern with gaming, but I'm really trying to break that. Can you believe he made it through that, Jared? The game was yes. awesome. <laughs> oh, God, it was. Yes, yeah, so f- once you get past the beginning, it gets better. Yeah, that, that's yeah, the I thing. Think I only be- got to the cable car or just after we got yeah. off the cable car, and it's like wow, too much teenage teenage yeah, angst. Yeah, <laughs> once like, you get past the Ouija board, it's it's good. Yeah, it gets a lot better after that. I also tried the. Um, well, tell me more. Like, what do you, what do you, what would you uh, rate that game? Uh, I'd say a for Aaron. I would def. I got it for free on the PlayStation Plus when it was free. Um, I'd have to at least. I wouldn't say full price. I would have waited for a little while. So definitely thirty dollars. Right. But he wouldn't even borrow it from me, so it's, uh, <laughs> he was very interested to play it. It, yeah. it just took that extra push over the ledge. Oh, I, d- I just need to download it instead of put a disc <laughs> in. Okay. Pretty okay. much. I don't have to get off my couch to play it this time. Sometimes it's hard to get off the couch. You have to get up, get over the TV, press the button to get out the disc, and then put the new one in. It's such a freaking hassle. It is why downloadable games is pretty awesome. And that's yeah. why I only uh, play one game at a time. That, that getting up thing. Well, that yeah. that's Ian. That's actually why I bought Destiny Two digitally. Oh, did you? Yeah. Really? So I didn't have to keep putting it in. Didn't you get Mass Effect digitally? Yeah. No, no. Oh, I thought you did. For some I reason. got it digitally. No, but oh, you uh, did. I no, it's because you didn't did. want to lend it to Aaron and not <laughs> see it for a year. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, I was planning on buying that myself. <laughs> also, like towards the end of Destiny One, my my PS4 started popping the disc out randomly. So oh, I, right. I wanted to that's buy a good that reason to issue. go digital. Yeah, so big things that I know I'm going to play often and throughout the whole year, I'm just going to throw on digital, but uh, that doesn't come around very often. So what else have you been playing? Do you uh, have anything else? I played the Borderlands, um, God, the Telltale game bef- uh, during the break as well. That game, I would have paid whatever the full price, which I think was, God, what was the full Usually price? Usually like five bucks an episode. Yeah, well, it was a free on the PlayStation Plus thing as yeah. well. So I was like, I I would have paid full price of that when all episodes came out. But it was so good. I really enjoyed it. It was funny. It I felt like I was watching a watching Borderlands, but at the same time playing because I got to choose what happened. You know, you guys know about that stuff. But that was a really fun game. It's definitely a full price. I also enjoyed it. Yes, I can't do those Telltale games. I just can't do it. They just had to downsize a lot. Oh, also, <laughs> yeah, because they're not not. I hear that Guardians of the Galaxy one's not very good. So, I 
I consider that one, but I'm like, mm, maybe after I hear more people talk about it, but the Borderlands one was definitely like the best one I played. I played the uh, Walking Dead one as well. Eh, eh. After the first season, I kind of just, meh. But, yeah. And then I played, um, the, God, what's that one game? Uh, Life is Strange as well for free as well. It's the one that's made by Square Enix, the Telltale one. It's, that, that's one I also paid money for. I, yeah, it, it, free on the PS Plus. <laughs> full full price. Full price and a free. Wow. I got, I'd say $30, honestly, for that one. It's going up now. Now he's being pressured. Yeah, I know. He's <laughs> caving. No, well, no, I got it for free. I'll see your full but price. But I say it's half. <laughs> I, I got it for free on the PlayStation Plus, but I say half price. Well, I don't, I don't think it was very expensive to begin with. I think it was like a 20 or $30 title. Well, then it was $15. Um, hey, I don't know. I, these are all games I, I don't know. They like certain games you like, I'm just like razor focused on, and then other games like, meh. Eh, life is strange. Meh. Yeah, you don't. You what don't is that so even much. about? It's like, actually, I'm not even. It's strange. The, the, the girl has some weird ability to kind of travel through or like pause time. And pause and reverse. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's different story things. You know, you can just make different things happen or if she sees something happen and you think you should change it you can rewind yeah it, it's a pretty game aesthetically but uh, god it's a video game yeah yeah with a story yeah pretty much <laughs> so but if you like stories and video games it's uh do you do anything both of what do you do things. though you just walk around yeah you just walk around talk and make choices you know it's it's just a story <laughs> game it's so you don't just really look at things so it's, it's like strange. like a telltale game but yeah yeah, but it doesn't have all the quick time events. Yeah, so it's it's uh, Telltale without quick time events. Yeah, pretty much. So mm. it's just a movie, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, with the supernatural kind of event stuff. Hmm. Cool. That's was that this year? No, last year. That I believe it was last year. This year they have the second uh, game, the prequel. The prequel. Oh, that's still right. coming that's out right. with episodes. That's right. All right. Uh, oh, there was one more game I want to talk about. Uh, well, I, I got Need for Speed on Friday, so I've been playing that all weekend long. How is that? It's amazing. It's amazing. Everything you want. Uh, I love Need for Speed games. I don't. I feel like there's people out there that do not like Need for Speed. Like for some reason, it just that franchise gets automatically shit on. I like the PC version of it. It's great. And I don't understand this. Like it's just always like GameSpot. They had this freelance reviewer review it. He gave it a five. And he was talking like I don't know, like all this stuff that I'm playing through it, and I don't even see it. Like it took he had to grind all these races and do all this. I was like, maybe you just suck at video games, dude. Or like the microtransactions were awful. It's like, dude, I haven't put any money into the game at all, and I'm leveling up fine. It's like, what are these reviewers' yeah. problems with video games? And that, if and if Gamespot can't put one of their actual reviewers on it, and have to pay some dude that hates video games to review it. That's shitty, I think. But I've whatever. always found the need for speed games to be accessible and fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then the other funny thing is like, uh, you know, just offhandedly comments like, "Oh, it's like it's like Fast and the Furious." Well, you know what? I don't know if you know this, but going back to like whenever, like way back, Need for Speed, they've always had these. The ones that have story are pretty bad stories, and they've always been about people stealing cars and racing. Way before Fast and the Furious ever existed, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's always unfair. like running from the police, it's, isn't it's, it? It's unfair for you to say that this game series is like that when Fast and the Furious is like Need for Speed. And then, just I was thinking this to myself, I was like, I think that's the franchise I own have the most games for. Like, I have like six of them for PS2. I have one for PC. I have like two on PS3, two or three on PS3, three huh. on PS3, and huh. then I have three on PS4 now. I mean, huh. it's a mess. I only had the very first one that had the road and track... <laughs> Sponsorship, so it was just a straight up racing game. Yeah, back in the day, I, don't I had the that. Hot Pursuit one where you could play. Yeah, as, I have that. That one was awesome on the PC. You, yeah, I had the one where it was like you, you crashed and you had to get like the biggest crash that you could. I can't remember. I think it was on, uh, or maybe my brother had it on the PSP, but I can't remember which one it was. Are you sure? That sounds like Burnout. Yeah, that sounds like Burnout. Actually, maybe that was Burnout. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing though is, is that EA bought the burnout studio and then they're the ones that are making need for speed <laughs> games now and actually this newest one is most like any of the print it has the billboards crashing through billboards and stuff and 
I it's, would love to borrow that when you're done. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I, the story is kind of silly and stupid, but you, you have a lot of. You get to you buy a car, and then you get to pick what kind of car you want to make it. Whether you want to make it a dragster or a drift car or a race car or a, a all wheel, you know, rally all wheel drive car. It's pretty cool. I enjoy it. So uh, I would. It's definitely on my top of the year list. So people that hate Need for Speed uh, need to go suck a bag of dicks. Before before we move on, uh, the last two things I'd like to mention. Uh, I did buy the Horizon Zero Dawn DLC. Oh yes, and I'm enjoying that so far. And I attempted the Destiny Two raid and uh, oh, Leviathan. That's, right? That's two through. things you need to unpack that a little bit. So well, how I, how is the? Uh, how I thought is I'd just uh, skip through it because uh, you <laughs> yeah, guys aren't yeah, that yeah, interested. You can't go. I'm sure. No, I'm interested I'm in the Horizon man. Zero Dawn stuff. Horizon was. Well, it's uh, it's far up in the north where it's uh, the elevation's higher and it's even colder. So there's a lot of snow and it's really beautiful because the the snow actually blows around in the wind and there's a ton of stuff going on in the screen. Sometimes it's actually hard to see because it's snowing so hard. But, you know, it it still has the horizon, beautiful scenery and all that stuff. And uh, I've only done a couple of the story beats because I've I've completed two of the side quests. I was going to say, how's the story? Is it is there much to it so far? Yeah, Cause yeah I mean so the far. Hor- original Horizon story is a hard act to follow because that was a really good story. Yeah. Yeah, the side quests I've done have two completely different characters, and I enjoyed both of the sections that I did. Uh, one of them took me into a dam to solve a problem, and the other one... Uh, Jeez, I had to climb way up on the like tallest mountain, and that was a lot of fun to do. And uh, there, there's a walker that you get to reactivate. It's pretty cool. Oh, I was going to say, how are the extra robots? They are challenging. So what was the walker? Well, the tall giraffe. Like, oh, things. the tall neck. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah, tall whatever they call them. Yeah, tall neck. But yeah, I've I've encountered two of the new beasts, and they are so hard. Uh, I mean, I haven't died or anything yet because I have the, the like best armor in the game because I did all that. Uh, if I didn't have that, this game would be wrecking me, I'm sure, because one of them just, there's fire everywhere. It's so hard to dodge his attacks because he's super aggressive. Uh, the other one, it's like a, it's called a Ice Claw or something like that. Difficult. It's like a big old, like abominable snowman kind of a thing that lobs ice at you. He's not in your face all the time. He does some distance fighting, but he also gets close. So he's a little easier to deal with. But man, yeah, the, fi- the first it, one, I forgot what it was called, but it's really tough to deal with. Was it easy to, when you picked the game back up, did it all come back to you or did you have to flail around for a bit? <laughs> uh, I I decided to tackle a couple of enemies before I went up north and uh, it took me a little bit, but it, it wasn't too hard to get back into. Because I was listening to DLC and they were talking about how like the new content is gated by his giant kind of machine boss. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the, the guy with the fire all over <laughs> the place. I don't, I don't, I remember what he's called, but damn, he's, yeah, he's in your face the whole time. And for some reason, there's actually a mine, like, thrower on his back for distance fighting. But I'm like, he never gets away <laughs> from you enough to use the mines. Like, what the hell? You gotta shoot you it off and use it? it on him. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's. It's one of the, it's mines, so you, right, you actually right. have to plan ahead, and I'm not very good at that. Mm. <laughs> well, you don't plan ahead. And it takes like four million tethers to get him <laughs> to lay on the ground to stab him, but geez, it's, you'd think with a fire thing, you'd be able to use ice on him, but that, that game doesn't well, do that. Well, fire melts ice. Everybody knows that. I'll probably get it eventually. <laughs> I mean, the di- it's get still it. discounted for like until next year for a while, so. Uh, I'll probably get it's, it here eventually. It's worth full price, of course. Uh, right. Sh- yeah, if you like Horizon, just get the damn thing. It's really right. awesome. Mm. And uh, Yeah, uh, and then the Destiny. I, I, we are interested in yeah. hearing about the raid. So you got halfway through the raid. Is that correct? Yeah, there's like five sections. We almost made it to the end of the third one. How long did it take you? We started at uh, about 9.45 and ended uh, like nine f- or 1.15. Oh. So it's about the same length as the original one. Yeah. No way, because they hadn't even come close to finishing. They were only halfway. True. <laughs> well, but they probably—that's probably because they didn't have a drunk Englishman uh, poking well, only, all the bad guys. Only two people had been through it before. Uh, one, well, Jason had only been through it like a couple times, I think, 
and our guide. I think he was drunk, uh, <laughs> but he he did great. He was fine. Austra- he was Australian. Of, and uh, well, yes. I don't know where he's actually from, but uh, he's probably from Australia. Uh, I know he lived on the east coast. The empire. Yeah, but it's really hard right now to plan uh, with the group that I'm trying to play with because we're in three different time zones. <sighs> so and my schedule sucks because I usually can't even start playing until after ten. So that's a challenge in its own. And then the other challenge is you know you're not going to finish till like one or two in the morning. Yeah, but even even all the failures that we had, we all had a lot of fun. Uh, the biggest problem to this date is still uh, NAT problems, not issues through chat. Well, so people are always dropping off and having party chat problems and that all is that. So really so bizarre. Big challenge. If you want to feel good for that, if you want to feel better about yourself, a deaf a team of deaf people be at the raid in a month. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So it does, it does still do like the save thing. You can come back to it after. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if you do it on the weekend, you can't do it till the next weekend. You're you're missing all that anyways, because uh, every Tuesday your progress resets. Are you a warlock again? I am a warlock again. Yeah, everybody else seems to be titans this time around. Interesting. Well, there you go. That's your uh, destiny talk, guys. <laughs> yeah. Bringing it to time you. Time for the D talk. The big D. The D talk. Well, I didn't say if I enjoyed well, it. And oh, did you enjoy it? Yes, oh. I did. I thought you did say that. And but now well, you we, I said we all had a lot of fun, but oh. uh, having fun with a bunch of your friends versus actually enjoying what you're doing. Did you get to the dog part or the? Weird yeah, we passed that. We passed that. Yeah, I hear that's really we awful. we were running the gauntlet, and uh, we almost made it to the end of that once, but uh, a couple of the people aren't very good at platforming. Uh. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, you actually have to run and jump over pits and all that stuff. So I I remember classic uh, some of those times. Yeah, just jump. Uh, we're just all waiting there. Jump. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just unbearable if you're the last guy and you haven't made it across because everyone, you're like, <laughs> the pressure is unbearable. <laughs> yeah, that's the true reason we're not playing this time. Just the just yeah. the can't have the pressure. <laughs> no, that's cool. The and pressure. you're and you're done with Mario's. Oh, no. No. I'm still, still playing that. And I, I went back through uh, the end content of, jeez. Uh, uh, Blaster uh, Master? Blaster Master Zero. Right. Because uh, I, I got all the items, and you can go beat the last boss again. And then there's a whole nother world that's more challenging. You get a new uh, Blaster Master and all this other stuff. So there's extra story content, and uh, I got through all that. And that was a lot of fun. It was pretty easy to get back into that game because I haven't played it for a while. I really don't remember the original being that easy, though. But uh, Jason said he had huge troubles playing through the game, but uh, some of the weapons are so overpowered that you can destroy almost any boss just by standing in front of it and wailing on it. No. Yeah, but uh, I I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, But Mario Mario Galaxy, I'm still working on it. Honestly. Well, it's, it's funny because the game... Has like Captain Toad in it from Mario Galaxy, and I mean his spaceships in there, and there's tons of Mario 64 references and all that stuff. So I keep throwing out like Mario Galaxy. I keep saying all kinds of different Mario's when I reference Odyssey, but I'm still really enjoying it. I've mostly completed three or four of the different worlds. Just there's some secret ones that I have to find on other planets to get the star completion for the others, because uh, in the world there's little plates that you can look at that have like a hint where another moon might be in one of the other worlds and you have to find like where to stomp in that world based on the picture that you see which are very vague so that that little treasure hunting aspect's a lot of fun because i'm not looking for any help online uh, but in in the game you can actually pay one of the toads 50 coins to give you a hint of where it might be, but it doesn't tell you how to get it. And there's a parrot uh, uh, called, uh, I don't remember what he's called, but uh, parrot. A ta- he's a talkatoo. He's not a cockatoo, he's a talkatoo. Oh my God. And oh, he, he gives you a verbal uh. clue, uh, like the actual name of the moon. So every once in a while it can collaborate with uh, the other hint that you got. So you know where it is and what it's called, so you kind of know what to look for. But uh, it's it's a challenge and it's a lot of fun. That Nintendo glaze, man. If that wasn't on the game, it'd just be a regular game. Maybe. Who knows? If it was just cart and no Nintendo glaze Mario Kart, you know, yeah. it'd just be like another cart game. They'd be like, <laughs> why why have they made the same game like eight <laughs> times now? 
Well, nine or however many it is. <laughs> yeah, don't don't hate Mario if you don't play it. Oh, <laughs> fine. I'll hate yeah, on Zelda. But uh, if bring it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've. If you, I mean, I grew up with Mario, so I've always been attached to it. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you know, he, he played different things when he was young, and uh, no, I, th- I think Mario get the Mario games. I can see it's just Mario Kart. I have actually played most of the variations of that, and it seemed like it kind of stopped evolving a long time ago. Yeah, they yeah. all they do is just kind of add more things that people wanted. Like this latest Mario Kart is everything, plus some of people's favorite maps. All the characters, well, racing all the fine tuning. Yeah. So it's just that is it. This could be the very final version they ever do, and I think people would be happy with but it. But it won't. It will not. <laughs> no, because people, Nintendo wants money. Maybe they should just take a break and release an F Zero for once. Good luck. Well, racing games mm-hmm. are kind of hard to reiterate on. It's just you are just getting the thing, but better and nicer. Well, and they more. keep bringing Captain yeah. Falcon back and reiterating him and Smash Brothers and. Yeah. mentioning him all over the place. So why not just release the game? Uh, <laughs> but that's uh, enough about what I I've don't been, know why uh, going it's through. A, if what uh, I think that's are we done with that segment? I think we're we're ready to wrap. And if someone has some, uh, uh, well, I wanted to do something where we talked about things that we had done to kind of recommend, but I don't know what it's called. Or but I just wanted to say that. Uh, I saw Thor Ragnarok on Thursday, and it was really awesome. And everyone, it's hilarious. It's a very, very funny movie, and uh, I would highly recommend seeing it. So that's just. And if anyone else has random things they want, I do. I do. I've been listening to a book that I'm really enjoying. Uh, it's called The Devil in the White City. Uh, it's murder, magic, and the madness at the fair that changed America. It's uh, really interesting. Has to do with the World Fair back in the oh. you know back in the day and Jack the Ripper and all that, you know, ah, the devil in the white city. Yes. And it's really interesting. It's, uh, it has a lot of actual quotes from that period. So a lot of it's actual, like, mm. what happened. Who's the author? It's uh, Eric Larson. Eric Larson. And, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, who actually put me onto that. I, there's a YouTube channel I always watch called smarter every day. And, uh, him, the Destin, uh, has a co-host on a podcast that I listen to, called No Dumb Questions, and they they did uh, kind of a book club thing, I guess, uh, where they have conversation about the book. Uh, So I have that downloaded, so I want to wait to listen to that until I'm done with this. They also did uh, the same similar thing on Ready Player One. So that was a really fun listen. You kind of get a different perspective of the book from a couple guys that are really interesting to listen to. Cool. Anyone else have anything they want to share? Yeah, I'm listening to the... uh Polybius Conspiracy on Showcase. It's a podcast. Uh, it's about the old uh, uh, urban myth about the Polybius cabinet that supposedly appeared in Portland in the early 80s and that would, when you played it, it would make people sick and uh, or perhaps even mind control. Um, it's an interesting podcast. I'm not sure if it's like fictional or real. Uh, it could be kind of Blair Witch esque fictional. Um, it re- it weaves a good story and um, definitely tells you a little bit more about the urge- urban legend. So I think it's got two or three more episodes to go, and it comes out on every Friday. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. That does sound pretty cool. Aaron, you have anything you want to share? Well, mine's more from the gaming world, but it isn't board gaming. I've been Ashley's cousin really loves board games, and every time we go out to Kaiser, where he stays right now with his brother and wife and mom and dad but this is one game we're playing called mansion of the madness it's kind of like D in a sense but it you don't have somebody tell you a story the well actually you can't do it. you have to solve puzzles and it's like a mystery of who done it type of stuff but if you don't solve it in time because it goes by real time in a sense because if you don't solve it in time the monsters overwhelm you and kill off every single player and you can either die from going too going too far gone crazy or you can be injured once and then a second time through of injuries you die. And if someone dies you have one more turn left and then you're dead and that's it. it it's actually really cool. It combines like thriller, mystery, drama, even horror too because there's like big bosses you have to fight at some point in the game if you get that far. Which usually you do because they reveal themselves eventually. But it's definitely 
a, de- a must check out game. What was it called again? Ma- Mansions of Madness. Mansion. Mansions of Madness. Cool. Sweet. All, all right. Well, uh, that's uh, another show. Uh, uh, we did it. We did it a week uh, apart, guys. We're weekly again. What? We did it. We're oh, gonna get. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna try to stay this way. Damn it. <laughs> we're gonna try. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I want to thank the guys uh, 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 for uh, joining us here on the couch some of us are actually on a couch yes we are only oh, it's not a big <laughs> yeah. red couch yeah, it's a today nice we're gray not couch sat around the dining table <laughs> we're actually <laughs> on couches on yeah. the floor our, our, our podcast travels it so, does uh, it's the great traveling podcast and uh, i just wanted to let you know remind all of you to uh check us out on twitter and facebook at couch coop shows that's couch co-op without the hyphen couch coop shows one word and uh also please Please come on, reach out to us or leave us a review on iTunes. I would love to read your comments or questions. Yeah. Tell us a game we should play. Tell us that you hate us. Tell us that we don't know what we're talking about. Just tell us something. Yeah, or yeah, give really, us a, just give us a face, something. Tell us how wrong we actually are. I want to. I want to give someone a shout out. You know, that's. Yeah. You know what's weird though is that uh, I did. We have got this last week uh, like three or four uh, Twitter Twitter followers. Like just they. And they weren't like random, like weird, like company agenda things. It was like it looked like actual people. Uh, so I was like, well, people, someone people. must wow. be listening. And our our audience went from the went up to like 110. It was down like at 80. So we're we're gaining steam, regaining stuff back. We were at a higher level way back in our peak days, but it's nice to see that people are getting us. So it's like, yeah. Well, you kind of actually have to put out a podcast for people you to do. listen to. You do, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. But like, I, it takes so little for you guys to just leave us a message. But anyway, uh, I'll quit begging, and uh, I just want to thank Jared and Dave and Aaron, and uh, we will uh, talk to you guys all in a week. Later. Yep. Catch you later. Couch co-op. Thank you.